listening to the NAF Thoughts Podcast. Warning, this podcast contains not safe for work content and is made purely for the enjoyment of the NAF Thoughts crew. Any enjoyment found by the listener is purely coincidental. Brady's truck. And I look oh, over, yeah. and Brady just pops up out of it. <laughs> I was I was sleeping in a chair when you rolled up. Yeah, this. you were sleeping <laughs> in a chair at the fire. <laughs> this was just <laughs> out. So we're going. Then, out, yeah, so I ate your. I ate your McMuffin, and then I puked it. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> ate the fucking egg yeah, or whatever the McGriddle egg and egg sausage cheese McGriddle. You just <laughs> and then finish the rest of it like a champ. <laughs> Okay, oh, so <laughs> you're listening to the third episode of Math Thoughts. Welcome, everyone. Let's name it off. Uh, my name is Clark. Uh, Math. Eric. Mitch. Garrett. All Garrett right. Hold on, we have to separate Garrett because he's obviously the guest star. Special guest. Yeah, special, we got special guest, mechanical engineer Victor. Oops, I'm not supposed to say company names. <laughs> nope. Garrett well, Hogg. Thanks for almost running that. <laughs> Garrett Hogg. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, well, that's Navy, well, that's not even edit worthy. So Navy Navy veteran, boss hog. Yeah. So Garrett, tell us a little bit about what you do. On, well, past. not on the day, but yeah, you give us a little bit of just, just intro. Give the <laughs> listeners an intro of yourself. Oh wow! Uh, quick excerpt. I think I was googling good topics for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Garrett. So, yeah. As you can see, Nathaniel's prepped real yeah, hard. Obviously, this. this is going to be a stellar podcast. <laughs> The preparation here is phenomenal. Yeah. I think those Fox. topics are going to be like airplane food. What's up? With that? It's like when you airplane cram. food. What's up with that, guys? When you when you cram for an exam, or something, you like just constipate you, so you don't use the toilet on the airplane. That's airplane food. That actually makes a lot of sense. I yeah. never thought about, what about that. the story about the fat girl who got seen on it and she flushed it and sucked all her bowels out. What? Yeah. I didn't hear about that. She must have had a nice and tight seal around the toilet seat. Although <laughs> very nice and tight. Because like, she was 600 really pounds. pounds. That sounds like something on episode 1,000 ways Okay, oh, so wait, I got one. Never mind. We Thanks are enough. we're back in the uh, we're back in the regular Nap Thoughts recording. We spent we spent fifteen thousand dollars on soundproofing your rear, decided it was too hot. Now we're back at the apartment. Yeah, actually. it was much too hot. Those the pro panels, the uh, the soundproofing material in there actually converts sound to heat, so and there was no air conditioning in the room, so it got pretty hot pretty quick. It was a pretty bad design. We were talking a lot, too, you know, so... Yeah. You did that that on podcasts. More speaking, more heat. (laughs) You know, yeah, it's usually something that, you know, someone will do on a podcast. Anyway, we we have on our podcast today Garrett Hogg as our guest speaker. We all graduated together. Except Nav. Yeah, except Nav. He's he's a sandwich guy, guy, obviously. (laughs) Sandwich prodigy, rather. That's correct. That's how (laughs) I'm Rather. Rather sandwich prodigy. He's been upgraded from just a guy to prodigy. Don't don't ask Mitch to do English. It's not his forte. No, it is not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, throwback to when Mitch called West uh, West Coast people y'all or some backwards motherfuckers. Yeah, Mitch tried to grammar not do somebody with the wrong form of your. <laughs> Wait, did I? Yes, yes you did. did. Yes. Complete wrong. I thought that was correct. No. Oh, I'm going back to look. I'm pretty sure I was right. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention you to that message. 
I don't even remember what it was. You are though. That's yeah. what he tried I'm to say. I'm just selling. I'm selling you. I was a few years deep in my defense. be smart ass and correct everybody. Yeah, I just let it slide all the time. So <laughs> there's been a pandemic recently sweeping the nation. Pokemon oh, Yes, Pokemon Go. You know, I'm not a big pop culture person for these podcasts, but you know, this is just so bananas and just batshit off the chain crazy. I feel like it needs to be talked about. So, I think anyway that Pokemon Go is just a complete and utter ruse for Google to get photos of just absolutely every 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 square inch on and make crazy fucking money. everybody's phone is now turned into a miniature Google Google Maps car <laughs> basically. Every time you you catch a Pokemon, your camera opens and you just look at all the shit around you. It's genius, com- really. It really is, and I'm I, hats off to Google. They're for gonna that. get so much like valuable data for updating any kind of exactly. anything. Well, they have the rights to it now. Yeah, because nobody's gonna read the terms and conditions for Pokemon Go. They're just losing their shit. That uh, I read exists. all of them, and then promptly hit decline. Well, good on you, Rick. <laughs> no, really, I just never downloaded it. Yeah, I had it for about a week. Oh, Eric, I, I thought you actually... 10 o'clock in the morning. Conditions. Here's no. a kid wandering around in my parking lot playing Pokemon Go. Naf is showing me a photo right now for all you listeners. It is a video. That's I don't know. Cool. Literally some kid, 10 o'clock in the morning this morning, wandering around on his phone playing... Well, it's no wonder that you see these people. Pokemon Go. But see, everybody wants to try and, and talk a lot of shit about people playing this game. He's so exercising. Like, 10 a.m. That kid exactly. would not have been out doing exactly. anything else. For eight years, Obama, uh, Michelle Obama's been trying to get kids to go outside <laughs> and exercise, and Pokemon Go does it in one week. It's true. Uh, on top no, of that, um, people want to talk a lot of crap about people playing this game, like, oh, I can't believe they're doing that. No one said a thing for the last four years while people have been sitting on their asses in their house crushing candy. <laughs> now people are outside, <laughs> wandering around, candy. doing <laughs> things and eating. Yeah. On Joe Rogan's show, they were talking about how Kids are like complaining to me that their feet hurt so much. Like, yeah. Lose your game. Yeah, they're like, I woke up and died. Legs are sore. Well, everyone's so paranoid now. Like, you look outside and you see someone, you're like, who the fuck's that? We're so used to not seeing people outside. <laughs> then you grab like all six of your shotguns, you know, <laughs> fucking Patriot missiles, anti aircraft artillery, fucking got a lot Because there's two eight year olds in your front Basically, if you're not over 30 wandering around doing this, I don't see a problem with it, you know. If it was part of your generation, you grew up doing it, you know, your teenager, early 20s, it's getting you outside of your house and you're going and doing something, who cares? Yeah, no, there's no there's no problem with it whatsoever, but what what where you run into issues with it is whenever people don't pay attention when they're driving while they're using this app. Well, so that's just, it's hard to cure the dumb. But apparently, <laughs> but, but apparently there are Uber drivers, there's, there's these Uber drivers and Lyft drivers now that are capitalizing off this. And they're oh, saying, these Pokemon they're, fuckers. They're, yeah, they're not doing any, they're obviously, they're just driving people around. They're not doing anything different, but they're just saying, hey, we'll drive you around because fuck it, you know, if you want to catch Pokemon, I'll take you anywhere you want to go. But it's like... Right, you're too lazy to walk. Yeah. I'll drive you. Yeah, people are, people are like, well... You know what we should do is open a little business where they have the bicycles and the carts on the back. Yeah, people are already doing that here side. in town with the driving people around. As long you as can see the like post a... already. It's like nine dollars an hour. I'll drive you around all day after eight o'clock. It's fifteen dollars an hour. Okay, well let's kill them. 
<laughs> and then let's let's destroy their business with a little modern day that's capitalism. Eight dollars an hour, fourteen after eight. Yeah, Lucky and honestly, and, and, and a free handy, a Pokemon Go and a handy. Yeah. We'll get you a moderately attractive girl to ride in the back seat with you. Yeah, okay. honestly, I'm all for it. Mean, that is, I don't know. On the, on the other hand, maybe this is finally someone out the stupid of the population by the people that are walking in track. That's <laughs> true. Natural selection. That's true. Gary's yeah. always talking. It's, a, it's natural selection. It's a it's a nice it's a channel for we've natural been fighting selection. natural selection so hard so long and protecting stupid. I mean, it's just, it's, it's now time. technology's on our side. Exactly. Okay. It's Pokemon time. Go is the key. Pokemon Go is the first software application for Skynet. You know, <laughs> right it before is. the Terminator starts. It's rise. the second level. It's the as first as step to weed out the idiots who walk in traffic without well, looking both ways. It's the it's the it's the next. ingrained with you like stop, drop, and roll, which you never use by the way. And they're starting with the youth, which is a good idea. Yeah, no, I've never once seen a person on fire stop, drop, and roll. It usually starts to be running and screaming. Yeah. How many times have you been? How many times has I told stop, drop, and roll? How many times have I stopped, drop, and roll? Never. Funny, okay, funny, excellent segue. (laughs) Funny story. So, back in Lexington, when I was living there. Did you catch a fire? Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I forgot about this. So yeah, this it's it was a matter of time. <laughs> it was only a matter of time until I caught so, <laughs> so okay, one, that's one, what Clark and Fire Nation PTSD attack. <laughs> you could never watch Avatar Just, since that day. Let me let me. T- I did think about it after that. So let me let me tell this Just with no interruptions. This. this is this is good. Okay, so. Once upon a time, uh, we were, me and a bunch of my friends were sitting around a campfire in Lexington, and uh, there was some guy that had been invited over. He doesn't really hang out there often, but uh, we were, we, we made hooch that day. Hooch was kind of the drink of the, of, of the choice that night. So we had a couple of, we had like an extra bottle of Everclear laying around. And, uh, you know, this guy next to me thought it was a good idea to take a massive pull of the Everclear and spit it directly into the fire to make like a big fireball. Now he was not, he did it the right way. He cut off his stream. He just, he shot a spurt into the fire to where it was just like a clump of Everclear going in. So it made a fireball and it was just, you know, spooked everybody and everyone was like ooh and ah about it, you know. And I was sitting next to him, drunk as fuck. And I said, I want to try that. (laughs) So I reached and I grabbed the bottle of Everclear and I get a full on mouthful of this shit and I spewed it straight into this campfire, but I didn't cut it off at any point. I just, it just, I made a stream, and the fire traveled up <laughs> the stream of Everclear, shit you not, and caught my fucking face on fire. Okay, now if I had had more, I was luckily, the moment the fire reached my face was also coincidentally the moment that I ran out of Everclear in my mouth. And if that had not happened as perfectly as it did, I probably would be having little charred pieces of charcoal for teeth, you know, instead of actual teeth now. Yeah. I, I actually got extremely lucky. But um, but anyway, after I did it, you know, it was like, it was cool. Like, it made this huge fucking ball of fire, and everyone was, like, screaming and shit, and everyone was, like, everyone was losing their shit, and I thought it was cool as shit. But Clark and, was actually on fire. Well, and my, I turned, <laughs> and my roommate, my roommate was like, Clark, holy shit, you're on fire. And I was like, oh, fuck. And, like, my face was literally, like, on fire, and I, like, wiped it out with my face, and then I, like, reached down and, like, rubbed my face into the grass, because I was so fucking drunk. I remember we kept asking, is the grass okay? <laughs> yeah. okay? I was like, well, I just went inside, and I went to inspect my face, and, like, my whatever beard hairs 
the great Lord above has blessed me with were now singed. It's a little bitty. Your what? Yeah, and my fucking my eyelashes were all melted and shit. And I had to fucking trim the ends off of them, and like I had I had I had, I had second degree burns all around my mouth. And uh, I, I texted these fuckers back and forth. <laughs> and I was just like, because it's like, I was like, I'm trying to tell them what had just gone down. And Math was just like, is the grass okay? <laughs> I was like, still drunk as fuck. I was like, man, fuck you guys. I hate you guys. are terrible. You get mad at us. And the Eric next, was like, wait, you're on fire? <laughs> well, literally the next week, too, I had to give this massive presentation to um, these people for... Um, for this project I was working on for school with second degree burns on my face. And you know, they had to be sitting there wondering, why is this retard up here talking about this burns on his face? What happened? You know? Trying to pitch this plan to us. Yeah. Like, you burned your face, guy. Watch yeah. this. You burned your face, guy. So yeah, at the end, you know. <laughs> the end. Clark spit everything in a fire and caught his face. So yeah, kids at home, don't ever spit Everclear into an open fire. This goes along with the... Uh, it's like gasoline. Or just do it responsibly. But yeah, just just cut yeah. it off like, like that one guy. Like heroin. You just have to do it responsibly. Okay. Yeah, if you do I'm pretty sure heroin is one time you're hooked. If you just tell people to do it responsibly, I think it's okay. No, if you do it <laughs> responsibly. So? You think so? They don't have to do it responsibly, but you just have to tell them. To. I only do heroin like six times a day. So Six That's times? Yeah. As long as you do it responsibly. And I could do it seven, but I have self-control. What do you think is worse, smoking or heroin? <laughs> smoking. <laughs> smoking. Smoking. I would choose smoking. I would definitely take smoking over heroin. heroin. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. More people are addicted to cigarettes than heroin. That's all I'm saying. I think I'd, <laughs> I think I'd smoke a cigarette before I did heroin. I think too. heroin's a little more expensive than cigarettes too. Nah. Is it really? Definitely not. It's a little bit criminalized. You know. I mean, I know, I know, I know. Cigs are taxed really hard, but I think heroin's frowned upon. You think so? Yeah. I'm not 100 oh, sure. Well, it depends on your, it depends on where you are, like Belarus. <laughs> I've never been to Belarus, so I can't say. I don't know. Bronies, sure bronies are actually notorious for staying away from heroin. <laughs> are they? Yeah, they're really uptight about that shit. <laughs> like, Did you read this in the Brony Encyclopedia? They have, yeah. <laughs> the, the just, heroin, no. The, the Bronies Digest. It's, 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 it's all written on My Little Pony yeah. uh, dried high. They've, taken, they've, 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 com- they've completely taken over MySpace now. It's still MySpace is still its own thing, but it's just all bronies. So it's basically the brony connection. You know, if you want to go meet only in Belarus. Well, if you yeah, if you want to go meet bronies that are in your area, you get on MySpace. But turns out they're just all in Belarus. (laughs) So if you're in Paducah or like anywhere you know not in Belarus, and you get on there looking for bronies, you're like, oh fuck, they're all in Belarus. Missing out. Fuck. Might as well might as well move there. Yeah, it's been a lot of money to go meet up with the the bronies. So now, if you're on your phone, yeah, you've been on your phone this whole time. I don't be, know the Belarus thing. You well, well you gotta be looking. texting. So I, yeah. I have a good experience. I have a texting. It's a good time for my topic. I have a topic. All right, Mitch's got a topic. What's it okay, about? Okay, so yesterday, we were either yesterday or the day before. Well, what day is it? Yeah, is, just say what day. Like, like, Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Friday. I don't, I don't know. It was countdown. I think was it yesterday. <laughs> I don't. Know. Why are you asking us? Was it yesterday that the big truck ran into France? Ran into yes. France? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, literally, the truck ran into France. Okay. So, obviously, obviously. <laughs> Do you okay. think they built a big catapult and they're like just launching semis into France? Obviously, <laughs> no. obviously, what happened to France was terrible. But just, if you guys are avid listeners, just last week we were talking about France and how things are fucked over there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what I'm saying is, we were right. What if the Nav Thoughts <laughs> podcast. We predicted it. Now, now we're clairvoyant. 
<laughs> what if we are what if we are predicting the future in very ambiguous ways? If what? you have no idea what he's fucking talking about, <laughs> there's a complete and total of, like terrorist situation that had just happened in France. I actually have not heard like, about this. Two days heard about yesterday, this? like last night. Like I was in a, we'll let Garrett explain that he hates yeah. terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> so in in Nice in France they were celebrating uh, in Nice? <laughs> it's pronounced Nice. Sure. Uh, nice France. Nice France. <laughs> Out there nice. There's nothing nice about France up in there. They're oh, According oh. to this, it's just all France. So, anyways. So, anyway, they were celebrating their version of Independence Day when a Islamic terrorist drove a large box truck through a crowded street <coughs> and ran over uh, about like, 70 people. Killed like 50 of them, didn't he? Well, he was shooting from the truck, too, as he was going by. No, the death toll right now is at 84. Sounds um, like some GTA shit. shit. He was actually driving over people and then backing back up over them. Mm. Oh, fuck. Um, we're talking like toddlers. Jesus so, Christ. That's terrible. And, and the real thing to take away from this is that France adopted this whole tolerance mentality towards these... Uh, they have a huge Muslim population. Exactly. This whole letting everybody in, don't worry about it, don't screen them, they're all good. And, and now, since the first real big attacks, Charlie Hebdo, in 2015, in a year, their death toll is almost 300. Just from terrorist attacks. Shit. So this is what happens, you know. You let them this all. Is, in. This is what this you is what get, happens. You get, you get well. You, you <laughs> went politically all, correct. You 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 let in a small percentage of these radicals in, and this shit happens. You know, it's what you you're bargaining. It for. only takes one bad. Well, cookie. I think it's true. If I'm quoting Bill Maher, who is one of the biggest liberals, cookies. politically, you know, open liberal critic of not being tolerant and everything. Even Bill Maher quoted, I, I believe, it was the UN. And the CIA and both of their figures were pretty similar that they estimate there to be just over a billion Muslims worldwide. And they estimate that 20% or so to 30% are radicalized. Already radicalized. Yeah, already radicalized. And then they broke down that group further, the intelligence agency did, to where they were either in that category of radicalized, it's either A, they... Don't only they condone the activity, but they don't do it themselves. Like they're like they support the people that are you know going out and being martyrs or whatever. Or pussies. But they're like you know they're on the side. They're they're defending them. Like at least they're an enemy or whatever they need to do. And then within that thirty percent also is the ones that actually are committing the acts, which are just you know both are equally as bad because they're harboring and enabling. But so what? Thirty per, of twenty all to thirty percent though of one billion is still close to the population of the United States of people that do nothing but wake up and they can't wait to just kill somebody who doesn't believe what they are. Say 30%? What percentage of the radicals actually go out and do this? I don't you? remember that. Because then you could... But it was still well over 100 million. So let's just say, let's, let's just say 7% of that 20% is still plenty are yeah an insane amount of people and so if you let a let a group in let's say you let in a million let's say you like one year you let in a million muslims and into your country 7% of that 7% of that them are one day at whatever point going to get up and kill people at least because of their religion you're talking about the strength of the military. That's military size. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's massive. That is. So the real thing to take away from this is that, okay, so 30% of them are radicalized, which means that at any point in time, they're going to go try and kill someone of Western 
populace because right. they don't like us, they hate us for who we are and the things we've established because we don't follow Sharia law and they all want Sharia law. Okay, so the other 70% that can assume themselves moderate Muslims, quote unquote, still believe that they have to harbor and take in another Muslim. So to me, that's just as bad. That's like, okay, Naf goes out, he kills six or seven people, and then we harbor him and hide him. Yeah. We would definitely What's, do that. Though. So they have to come down. Obviously, we would do that. Because okay. those six or seven people deserved it. But. <laughs> I bet they're Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me. Or they're Westerners. But the thing it's like, even yeah. with. Even Pokemon with, goers. Or, or some kid <laughs> playing Pokemon, Pokemon Go at 10 o'clock. That's like, Either way, the six or seven deserved it. <laughs> And we all agree that was for the greater well, even with even with Christianity selection. way back in the day with the Crusades and shit. I mean, it's like same thing with that. It's like if if that was going on, you know, you're probably thinking of the Inquisition. The Crusades were because the Muslim push for the Caliphate state and Sharia law was spreading all across, and they were murdering everybody up and down. You know. <clears throat> All the trade routes. They did the one thing they had to do. Experiment. Right? The Silk Road. <laughs> right? The original Silk Road, not the internet. That version. goes all the way through Iran and all the heavy... Exactly. Heavy. They were murdering everybody. So, the Christians at the time, the Western world was like, okay, we've got to stop this. First crusade. We drove them back. Got them like, to agree to some terms. They started this shit again. Like, second crusade. So forth and so on. A couple of years later, third crusade. And it's kind of like that point again. Where it's not going to stop because... And in their minds, the only thing that is right is for them to do what they want to do, and that is to convert or kill everyone. And that, that's in it's, their Bible, their, you know, their, their Quran. It's amazing how much death can come out of a religion. I think Absolutely. Just, I think Christianity uh, has just as much, quote-unquote, hate written into it as well, the Quran. Except, yeah, except that we've been able to adapt to modern well, society. They just, yeah, they just nullified, and they're just like, oh, that's the Old Testament, we're going to listen to that. And that's where Which, you get Southern Baptists. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Which yeah. they're not hurting anybody. No. Yeah. You just get West Bureau Baptist motherfuckers that go and say faggot at a funeral. Well, <laughs> what, what, what happens is, well, it gives them, you know what, it, it helps them feel good at the end of the week. <clears> they're not driving whatever. box trucks over time. Exactly. They're not. They're yeah. annoying as fuck, and they're that's like a internet small, trolls in their life. Right. something. Yeah, and, and it comes down to like you know, there's like two times in the Bible where it talks about homosexuality, and there's 13 different times in the Bible where it says you shouldn't eat shellfish. But you know, you, people are just right. going out busting up fucking shrimp every weekend. And that's where all the hate and fat wearing shrimps, polyester well, blend shirts, and yeah. nobody gives a shit. Different interpretations of it. the Bible can be interpreted <laughs> so many different ways, and honestly, and, and that's why it's and this around. might offend a lot of people, but in my opinion, the only way the world ever progresses is to abolish religion. It's crutch. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is human minds. We can't. We're still not able to the point as a race Maybe this to deal with to the the ability to reason. We can't even fucking deal with it to where we need religion. We have to hurt. No, because we've been suppressing yeah. intelligent people for centuries. Yeah. You have to no, hurt the intelligent dumb. people. Are, Dark ages. They're gonna go do whatever they like. You have what to hurt want. the dumb. I mean, yeah. if you look at the what, this another <laughs> statistic. Like if you take <laughs> if you take the top uh, scientists and doctors of the world. They all have their opinions and they work on panels, you know, how the atomic, their, you know, the doomsday clock and all that stuff is made up of collaborative thoughts and stuff of people that analyze the world. But some of the top intelligent people on the planet, all scientists, people that don't have a profit, you know, they're all just very intelligent people. They're all scientists, do research all the time. They all have, you know, people ask them in their panels and everything and they, they go and they ask them questions about global warming or any kind of any event or whatever they give their opinion which are some of the smartest people on the planet 
But every single time somebody says something, especially when they say something that combats a religious thought, everybody's like, well, what the fuck do they know? But they are some of the brightest minds, like Garrett said, you know, that we, we suppress the top scientists, the top doctors, the ones that have cures for cancer. Stem cell research. They've been on that shit for decades. Well, sit, yeah, stem cell research. Stem people are like, exactly. I don't like an abortion idea. Well, stem so cell hot topic. Like, you know, and it's the same people that are for abortions. We'll be like, no, we shouldn't do stem cell research. Stem right. cell, stem they, cells they, are they, amazing. They stem do. cells are absolutely you know, amazing. Joe Rogan has done stem cell Yeah, he has. Treatment. He has. And he, you can swears, go to you can go to Mexico. Yeah. You can, go, you can fly well, to Mexico you don't and want have to do some that. of that. You don't want to do that. Dan Billardson or whatever his fucking name is just went. There's no they, they find they go to the very high end. I mean, they got to pay a shit ton. Well, this, no, do not ever. It's like fifteen bucks. You never want to go to Mexico for fucking stem cells because what they do is is they get those stem cells from you get people those that do get... not they they do not match your right. genetic makeup whatsoever. Yeah, you just fucking inject it in you, and then your body will fucking reject it as soon as that stem whatever you want to start growing starts to grow. Do you your turn body reject. No, you, you start speaking Spanish. You start having. You start. <laughs> that's even worse. A fucking hole develops wherever they injected it. Your uh, body just rejects a hole it. that can only be filled with burritos. I'm serious, it really does. But whenever stem cells are done right, <laughs> you can fucking grow. You can grow frozen tequilas. You can grow a kidney. You can grow, you can grow all kinds of shit. You can grow anything with stem cells. It's Honestly, amazing. Man. It's absolutely amazing. It's fascinating. I love so it. So what happened to Joe Rogan? What did he get? I can't remember what exactly, but he... I think he, he got it for... He, he, he tore, like, an ACL. He, yeah, he's yeah, he tore a big injury. A lot of, like, major, major league sports... Uh, yeah, they're all the best. Guys. They all fly to, like, other developed countries, nations, you know, go to the best of the best doctors there, some of which are American-educated. They went to Harvard, but then they go abroad because they can make more money because they're yeah. not fucked by our insurance system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they go because their legal system doesn't... They don't, like... Uh, they don't hurt the progress, medical progress, just because the cultural norm doesn't like the idea or the sound of it. Right. Because yeah. you know, like that's one thing. Uh, like popular, cons- like uh, misconception in the United States through media, everybody gets these ideas in their head. Like uh, even fucking bone marrow transplants. Most of that shit's done just like as if the same as you were drawing blood, except for it takes a little so we longer. I agree that religion is a real hindrance to the. I would absolutely agree. I think not only the, I mean, you could take it to any level you want, whether it's a, a community, like in a community, if you have a community that has a strong population of Southern Baptists, I guarantee they'll be less educated. If you did, if you did a census poll, I guarantee they're less developed, lower income. I mean, every single bit of it would be considered a dampened But it's got human less state. and less focus. It's it has. We're, we're progressing away from it. Yeah. Because what it's religion just, always just, was and what it always will be is a, is a method to control the people. Richard Dawkins has a lot of statistics on oh, God, how many people... Well, I mean, he's <laughs> don't get me wrong. He's a pompous ass, but he does just like... I mean, anyone can raise good points. Like Bill O'Reilly, there's points that that fucker raises. Like, most of the time, I hate that he's fucking speaking, but well, he, does. he has oh, a lot right. of good he, points. He does. You can always some pull points. some good points from anybody, no matter how much you want to critique them. You know, there's enough truth to be found. And there's one guy that, man, everybody hates on him, but at 11 o'clock every day, I put him on. Can y'all guess? Good old Rush Limbaugh, dude. That guy, that guy's been on the radio for 30 years, and he has not been wrong once. I mean, you look at people like Bill O'Reilly, Rush Limbaugh, you got Bill Maher. 
He no matter what side of the line they fall, asshole, but that motherfucker's right. There is they they are they are out to make money. They are paid by somebody who has a lot of money. So when that person says, "Hey, maybe steer your conversation towards this." They're going to push whatever product they're trying to sell, whatever kind of rhetoric is. Well, the way the way I see it, if anybody... But their if personal it, views and their intelligence thoughts will still seep in. They may wrap it in some fucking rhetoric because that's what gets viewership up. Yeah. But no. you can still find the substance that they're trying to put into it. Well, no. Anybody that fucking hates on Rush Limbaugh for being a pasty white asshole that pops pills has never listened to his show. You should definitely go check it out. Yeah. He, if, even if you don't agree with him, he brings up some points. That's dude. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no matter who it is, whether it's Bill Maher, uh, Bill O'Reilly, Rush Limbaugh, any of those people, it doesn't matter how you personally feel. If you listen to him long enough, you'll find that they're just as normal as you are. They're intelligent. They will, For at sure. times, spurt off shit just to get viewership up. They may not believe it. You know, it's going to be wrapped in rhetoric. Well, they'll say stuff that's funny, but a lot of, even if it's funny, it's right. But it's they just, have to get views. Otherwise, if they don't get views, if they don't get listeners, well, the thing in the is show. about Rush is, is everybody's going to listen to him regardless because one, how long he's been on the radio, he's one of and, the most popular, and shows, how long period. he is the most popular radio is he? show. Yes, by far. And the thing who's, is, who's right behind him? Is it Sean Hannity? Not Hannity. Not on what it? about Howard no. Stern? It's he's up there on Howard Stern is Howard Stern is doing satellite radio. Now. Yeah. That's true. He's, he's been doing that for a while. He's one of the pioneers of it. You're, yeah. you're listening to Glenn Beck. Not really. I, I, I feel is. like that guy is more geared towards attention of media than Glenn Beck. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Uh, he's he's certifiably like, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big Hannity fan anymore. I used to listen to Hannity, but I'm more of a Rush fan. <laughs> but he cried on the air one time. And <laughs> he's serious. Don't ever cry on the air. He cried on the air. And it was terrible. <laughs> he, he's a Mormon, which is like the the Western world version of Islam. So you know, the Boy Scouts of America are now ran by Mormons. Have been since the mid nineties. That's why. That's why they got all that whole gay thing going on. They're over. just like. <laughs> can't be. Do you know? No, I'll tell you guys this. This is why I didn't become an Eagle Scout. Because you're gay. No, when they sat. <laughs> That's gay. They sit you down. <laughs> and there we have it, folks. That's the show. You heard it here first. We're just saying. <laughs> you know what I have tolerance for? Bags. <laughs> <laughs> no, they sit you down in a room like. He's talking about cigarette butts. Yeah. <laughs> they sit you down in a room. That way we start, can stay on. They start rubbing your dick. If you get a boner, they kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> they make you sit on your scoutmaster's lap. Eighteen year old grown man. <laughs> You get kicked out at 18. Oh, you can't, you can't be a boy scout. Yeah, I forgot. You're a man scout. You're a man scout. Get out of the water and stop wildfires, boy. Holy fuck. Can we can we go start a, a camping, like a group of guys that just goes hunting and camping all the time when we're called the man scouts? <laughs> <laughs> we make like, just like, a, like, a, like a 2,000 man deer camp that just goes in and just but, fucking wrecks deer in one area. We <laughs> only use is everyone, everyone yeah, all, <laughs> all we use the AKs and AKs. We use AKs, ARs, and Deagles. Tomahawks. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine a giant guy with a tomahawk just <laughs> 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 smashing 
smoking the deer with it. <laughs> there's a guy right behind him. Everybody's just roaming everywhere. He misses the deer and hits the guy in the leg. He's like, oh shit, you got me. Oh, I'm sorry. He's like, oh. He's like pouring some beer on it. And then we're all like pouring beer on his room. We're like, you'll be okay, buddy. You're going to be okay, Carl. And he's just fucking bleeding out on us. Pouring beer on his wound. Somebody grab the cast iron pan and caught her ass. Neff is close by. He grabs his snake. He's like, stick it in him. He'll be he finds a little <laughs> snake and sticks him in there and grabs snake it. Snake treatment. Don't Classic worry, snake. it'll caught her. It's going to clot the wound. He's like, guys, we lost Eric. I don't know if it was a snake bite or a tomahawk, but let's I think we can all agree. It's pretty bad. Could have went anyway. Anyway, let's go find that deer I missed that tomahawk with. <laughs> I think it went that way. <laughs> we all just scamper off into the woods. Oh, so, man scouts, it's going to be a thing now. Cool. The no, they, get this. They sit the you down. The man scouts of America. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> M-O-A Alright, back to Nathaniel's topic about now, first. They, they sit you down every time you go up in rank or anything like that You have to do a meeting with like the scoutmaster and like a couple witnesses and all it's this stuff It's kind of like an interview isn't Yeah, it? and you sit down and you have to discuss like what you think you learned And all the stuff you've taken away from it You gotta discuss everything you've done Why you think you're ready to go up and all that stuff in that process, for Eagle Scout, we had to call in the guy that runs the state of Boy Scouts of America for Kentucky's division or whatever. So he flew in. He met with me, authorized my Boy Scout pl- or my plan for Eagle. You got to do something that benefits the community. You're an Eagle Scout? No. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I did my plan. I had all the merit badges. I had everything I needed. All I had to do was go do the ceremony and accept it. So we got to that point, signed all the papers, all that stuff, and they were, you know, the final push sat down in the room with them and they asked me all the normal questions they did every other rank towards the end they were like all right well you know that and they were very beaten around the bush with it and they were like you know that when you accept this you represent the boy scouts of america and i was like yes and they were like and the ideals and things we believe in the value system we believe in i was like okay i understand they were like like you know you have to believe in something they're like, we don't, you know, it doesn't have to be a Christian God, which it is. And like, they were pushing that and they were like, but if you're Muslim, if you believe and they were like, but you have to believe in something greater. And I was like, and they were like, I was like, okay. They were like, do you? And I was like, sure. And they were like, okay. Could you just set a higher power in yeah, general? Right. That's what you I have to believe in something. Jesus. So they just asked me, they were like, you Korean do believe, Jesus. they were like, you do believe in something greater than yourself. I was like, sure. And then they grizzly bears. Yeah, and they I didn't specify. They didn't ask. <laughs> then they came up and they were like, "Okay," and they were like, "Now you do believe in what a family is?" And I was like, "Yeah." What's your angle here? Yeah, and uh, they asked me if I believed what a fam like what a family unit was, and they were like, "Well, you see," and there was a lot of stuff going on, obviously just as much now. Um, about gays and the media and stuff and they were like you know and they quoted something that just happened in the news and they were like so you believe you know that that isn't what we represent and what you won't represent and I was like alright and I was like well I think I'm done and they just kind of looked baffled at me and I was like first of all I don't believe in anything I don't believe that there's what I was like I'm not Christian I'm not this and they just like looked at me and I went on this little short spill and I was so frustrated that I worked literally 10 years on this shit just to be told, you either you have to hate gays, and you gotta believe in God, cause yeehaw. And then that they were like sitting there, and they were like, I forget this guy. He looked at me from the one that from state. He was like, 
all right, all right. He was like, we know that some of this stuff is kind of old school. He was like, so let's just, well, maybe you believe this. And he was trying to like spoon feed me some Put shit. Put words like, trying in to, mouth. Yeah, trying to, so I would sign this paper and I was like, no, I'm done. So I left. My dad was so fucking confused. I wouldn't talk. I was just angry. So like, I explained to him I got home. My dad was like, you know, I'm glad you did the right thing, all that stuff. Obviously disappointed because like you can get like $40,000 a year in scholarships. Yeah, it's a, it's a big scale. deal. But I turned it down, and apparently they still push that shit, and it's all because but of the fucking Mormon church. What it sounds like to me is it's like you're not even an official Boy Scout until you get your Eagle Scout, because then right. it's like after you've done all that work, then they tell you, like, hey, so this is when it actually matters, and you have to agree right. to all this shit before we can give it to you. And, you know, if That's I would have... stupid. Even if I would have agreed that day and took it... If at any point someone reported me, like my scoutmaster or somebody in my troop, and like I said a tweet maybe that was fucking you know anti-religious or pro-gay, like just like fucking change my thing to they like take away thing. your eagle scout. Like they this, take away your eagle like scout. And they, and, yeah, and they they'll exactly. condemn you and say that you're not part of the organization. No, you joke, but that's true. If he were to have his eagle scout and they were to listen to this and found out he was in it, they would take they it away. would strip it away after the first episode. After the fucking pilot, that should be gone, guaranteed. I think we ripped on. I don't know. There's no telling what we said. Listen, we, we rip on something. <laughs> exactly. We don't really care what it is. We rip on something. That's what I love about this podcast. It's great. It's a good thing we don't have a... We have a giant fan base. <laughs> yeah. A very open... And, you know, they're very much uh, fans of comedy. And uh, and very huge at that. You know what the greatest atrocity is, though, that I've that, heard of that this we, entire month? That, well, that we didn't get little Dickie to show up this week like we promised last week? Well, you know... Just saying. <laughs> that <laughs> happens, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, in, in recent news, those topics. In recent news, in recent news, my roommate uh, he sent me a photo Which, of a screen cap of a Tinder profile. It was it was this girl he saw he met on Tinder, and her name was Virginia, <laughs> not Virginia, but Virginia. And he sent me a photo of her of her profile, and he just says, you know how you can put a comment underneath the photo, and it just said. Virginia. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Best of two Virginia. words. Virginia. Virginia vagina. Virginia. Virginia and vagina are the best of two words. Well, they thought it was. I'm not saying it's not. I ain't saying it is either. Phones down, boys. Topics, down. dude. Topics are I, on my phone. I actually never finished my original thought. Well, okay, original well, thought? let's go back to it. Or let's backtrack. Backtrack? If- we'll go around the we'll go around the crowd okay <clears throat> okay the crowd but if naf thoughts you know predicts or what we speak of happens we do, do in that. the future yeah like we did it with france like, it is crazy that one of us won a big lottery <laughs> yeah. right. i think he meant all of us <laughs> well like Obviously, we we knew something was gonna happen to France. Yeah, we obviously we talked about it. What about that meteor that's gonna destroy the entire Earth in like three days? Wormwood? In three days? Well, that that's yes. Eric's term. More like in ten years. My, my question is three days, dude. No, what, they're what? predicting a meteor that's gonna show up in ten years. Apparently, it's about the size of Texas. What's that All Texas right. song? <laughs> Texas. 
We need a safe where anytime no. someone says everybody has to break out. No, that was on stuff. Pee Wee Herman whenever he's just like, yeah. I'm in Texas! Texas! And she's like, what? Are you kidding me? And he goes, here, listen! And he goes, and then that's not outside, bro! Did you get that, not? <laughs> and she's like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 100% verification right there. Mitch, go ahead with what you're talking about. I'm going to take a pee while you're talking about it. Well, but, <laughs> I'll care. I will go For last. all our uh, listeners at home, this is a bathroom break period. Please feel free to leave. <laughs> Come back within the next two minutes. You Say won't miss it. anything. I'll be right back. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> just fuck with you. Go pick. Go pick. All right. Geez. What I was gonna say was, if we do, if if Naphthos, the Naphthos crew, is predicting the future without knowing it, what would you predict? Y'all won the lottery. A lot. Why don't one of us pick? One of us win the lottery. That because person gets all the nothing. money, and then we have three other future tells that could happen. But if he says it, then we all win the lottery. What? We got a math here. We have to math correctly. What did I say? Three or four? Yeah, four. <laughs> You're right, four. You're forgetting about Clarkson. Uh, yeah, he's gone, so I don't see Apparently, to Mitch, if you leave the room, you disappear. Listen, You're gone. You see it, so it's actually there. So obviously, Nathaniel says, someone from the Nathos Spurs is going to win the lottery next week. What else do we get? Some guy in France is going to kill a bunch of Muslims. That would be cool. How many Muslims? You can't really say that. That's two. That's two. At least four. <laughs> At least four. Damn it. We're predicting the future. <laughs> Just keep going. Ambiguously though. Ambiguously yeah. though. If, like if, if you had to ambiguously, you were gonna so get what's on, happening? If what's happening? Get so far, so far, Nath, Nath said somebody from the Nath thought she was gonna win, win the lottery. Eric said at least four Muslims are gonna get killed by the French. Uh, I predict that tomorrow at some point I'm gonna take a shit. Probably. Well, that's not much of a prediction. So, <laughs> I don't know if Garrett's tired one or not. Yeah, unless you're trying to predict that you're not constipated. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, the Lord we want to have a serious moment about the quote-unquote clairvoyance and, and predicting things. If, if anything is, uh, I think, in light of the last two months now in the explosion of terrorist attacks um, the violence here in the US I would say something's big on the way for America next if not America then London again I mean it's like just a coup we're a long way from a coup we're very fucking disorganized Nathos is starting a coup on America no we're not no we're not <laughs> no, we're not don't Mitch ever say that starting a coup ever literally SWAT is gonna bust through the door I will fucking strike and you down myself we will, we no, will all be killed <laughs> except your dumbass I hope they waterboard you for the rest of your life. We were already talking <laughs> about the <laughs> NSA watching our group tags. <laughs> nah, they won't take me. Like, oh, he's one of us. <laughs> Come this way, sir. They've sent my ass to the camp so fast. Yeah. <laughs> they already did to your people less than six <laughs> years ago. my ass to the camp so fast. <laughs> and, and, and not the deer camp we're talking about with men of America. Okay? Not the man scout camp. Yeah, not the man scout camp. Not a, not a cool ass deer camp. Manscout sounds more like a place where guys learn how to manscape. I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't know. Yeah, as soon as I said manscouting, I was like, you're, be, you're like, so you're, like, you're out on the prowl. It can't be that hard to manscape. Remember, if you man. trim the bushes around the back of your house, your deck will look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's right. Yeah. Some guys are like, are you talking about my 
hedges in my front yard, my pews. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, one. I think at this at this point it matters to you. Looks like a button on a fur coat. <laughs> I hope there's not a terrorist attack in America. There will yeah, be. That would suck. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Well, you, for one, you can never large, stop the quote-unquote lone wolves. Well, let's hope it's not large caliber. Let's put it that way. I mean, hell, one guy in a box truck. Is able to do more to damage than any of the mass shootings in the last how many years? Mm. And you know what's well, see, the term? The, the mass French were still now? suppressing the One the big attack last fall, um, where they shot the concert and everything else in that right, right. plaza. That they just released that, and it's far, far worse than anyone you know was thinking. Thought it was. Yeah, because they didn't want the family members to know how bad it was, because these ISIS terrorists. Managed to capture a whole bunch of people in the second floor of a club and tortured them to death by gouging out their eyes, disemboweling them. They were cutting women's genitalia out and recording it and live streaming it back to other ISIS members, you know, in celebration. And, that's starting to Yeah. That's, uh, hold on to your second member rights, boys. That's absolutely terrifying. I, don't, I never and to, you, to you listeners out there, Naf just pulled out a nine and set it down on the table. It's a three eighty. It's a three eighty. Naf just had a three eighty down on the table. But in defense of Clark, he wasn't it is a wrong. He is a nine millimeter short. Millimeter short, but it's just smaller guys. Um, Fuck me, right? Hollow points. <laughs> don't worry, hollow points. Yeah. Got one in the chamber. It's perfect. Good kills. This is that little Ruger in it. Yeah, this thing's fun to shoot. I like it shooting. is. You get Doom Coon Green on the outside of the gun. <laughs> what? Doom Coon. Actually, my granddaddy called him Doom Coon. <laughs> so, so you're saying for that's if less I'm, offensive if I'm too. To go, I like that. Doom for, Coon. For that's more good, socially acceptable. I think. Good first handgun. Good a Glock is what you're. What you? Because that's I'm in the next few next five or six months or so. I'm going to be getting a handgun. You can just buy and a Glock. Well, and never we're going to go. We're going to go to the gun conversation now. I mean, yeah, I would say. Something like a clock. There's no safeties to worry about, so there's less things that you're gonna well, physically trip over in trying to use this weapon and, and engage targets. Right? Well, I won't. I won't ever. I won't keep one in the chamber. I don't do that. If it's a Glock, I won't keep one. I'll keep the clip beside it because so it's fast enough to wanna, put it beside it and cock it and re- be ready to go. You want to pull out a gun in a panic situation when you're running on pure adrenaline, animal instincts, pull up to a target. And he's shooting at you already, and you want the gun to go click? No, I'm talking about whenever somebody. I'm talking about whenever it's in my in my in my sock drawer, because if I'm if I'm opening up the sock drawer, yeah, but you don't my, know how how when the situation <coughs> is at a point where you need to deal with it, you don't know if you're going to wake up at that moment or if you're going to wake up enough time to be able to assess the situation what, who, more who, accurately. But who says you're going to make it to your sock you guys, drawer? You guys can't ignore the fact that Clark also has. Younger brother. That's true. He's a child. I mean, That's you do have to gauge risk. That's what I'm saying. Then you're better off security. putting a, right. a, a lock on it. Right. Because or at that at point, then you have to mentally safe. go, okay, I have to lock my gun. I have to load my gun. Well, no, I'm not yeah, talking. I don't want to put a lock on it. That's a lot. That's yeah, a lock. It's all about presence of mind. It's all about <laughs> going through these steps. I'm so a very, I'm a very presence of mind person. I've been in situations. No, I, I'm Garrett. I know, I know. I'm talking to you. I know you've been in multiple tours in Iraq. I get it. But I'm saying that, like, I, I have been in situations where shit has gone down, and I have thought clearly. I just, I know that I would be able to do that. I know that if someone, if something, if there was clear and present danger, I would, I would be able, I would have enough force. What you're talking about is a situation where clear, put it in the gun. Your fine motor function skills for somebody like me, Garrett is 
by far more adequately able to operate fine motor functions under stress than I'll ever be. Like if I was in a true fight or flight response mode and my adrenaline's pumping, my heart rate's all fucked and I can't, like my controlled breathing. Now, I feel like I'd be able to, like I'd have to practice so many times to get that clip in. Even with that, sometimes you put the clip in and it doesn't want to go in right if you have it the right. <laughs> my fine motor functions will be so shaky. I'm afraid that... So- I All I'm saying is, is you to. take the clip, you put it in, pull it back, right? That's it, though. It's a very simple function. So if that's the process you're going to have, fine. Don't leave a loaded magazine in the gun without one in the chamber because you're going to grab that gun and go, ah, uh, I've got the magazine in. This is never going to happen. It just doesn't. You know, this is science. This is proven over and over and over again. This is even to PDs that used to try and, you know, teach this years ago where they would draw the weapon, engage the slide, Put around in the chamber and then try to engage targets, you know, because that right there, it's over. Bad guy's already got a gun. Guarantee you, he's got bullets in the chamber ready to go. That right there, that's it. It's over. The thing is, though, I'm not talking about somebody kicking my door down into my room. Like, let's. I'm, I'm picturing what I'm picturing right now is me asleep. I'm in my bed. You're talking about the home invasion situation. Home invasion. Somebody kicks down my fucking door at like 2 a.m. for whatever reason. I know that's actually yeah. unlikely. They're not. They're going to do it when you're gone, probably. Well, let's say they kick my fucking door down 2 a.m. when I'm asleep. My fucking bedroom is not by the front door. I'm a light sleeper. I'm going to get woken up by the door being kicked down. So you've painted my a very first... specific scenario for this, and that, that's fine for yeah, this. Yeah, I understand. So my so what I wholly and truly believe that I would be able to get up out of my bed, go get the gun, put the clip in, and cock it, and be ready to go. I don't see any sort of... How would I not be able to do well, that? Well, let me ask you this. Why do you want the clip separate? Because your brother is of age to where he can figure out to put it in there. He knows it's going to go in there. So that doesn't have a safety... It's not even It's not even really about that. It's just for It's just for somebody that would come over to the house and get it out and speak. So you want the magazine it. maybe close by but separate so that it would so take a little if time. if these are the concerns you have, then the best thing to get would be like a nightstand gun safe. Right. With the fingerprint on it. Yeah, the you just bio, run your hand across it, biometric lock. You run your yeah. hand across it, it opens up. That's all you need. It only opens for one keep person. It. Yeah, you could keep a magazine well, because nobody could open it other than you. So it takes that whole security and safety. I, 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 I'd just put I'd put sensitive documents in a safe before I get, put a gun in a safe. To be honest. So, but that, but honestly, I would I'd rather just keep it in a place where only I knew it was. And I know it would be relatively quick access. The state trooper that taught my concealed weapons course. We had a discussion because he wanted to talk about uh, guns in your home, keeping them safe, especially uh, pistols because they're more prone. Children are able to hold them and, you know, do self-inflicted harm to themselves than a fucking massive-ass shotgun, you know. So one thing he said that resonated with me is you have to gauge your home, who's in it, and their abilities. So he said, you know, when he had a one-year-old, he left one in the, he left one in the chamber because he knew his one-year-old wasn't going to be able to, first of all, reach the gun where he had it. Second of all, uh, you know, he knew that even if he didn't have one in the chamber, that he would never be able to pull back the slide. He didn't have the muscle function to be able to pull back that slide. And then he said as they got older and he was able to use, you know, his hands better, he started, you know, well, he still had the magazine in it, but he didn't have one in the chamber because he knew he still wouldn't be able to action the slide. And then, you know, once they got able, he was concerned with that. That's when he put it in a safe. And then he kept one in the chamber, but in the safe. So he could never get into the safe. And then I had another state trooper who used to come into my store all the time. And I talked to him because I had a lot of questions about it. 
And I said, well, can I keep one in the chamber while it's in my vehicle? Because I was new and I didn't know all the laws and, you know, I want to make sure I was on the right side of it. And the state trooper said, and I quote, whether it's legal or not, which it is, there's no point in having concealed on you or having a gun at all if there isn't one in the chamber. That's what he told me. That's so I'm assuming from home defense. It is? Yes. Concealed carry home defense. I guess I just right. don't understand what's wrong with keeping the clip right next to it when you can I just slide it. Bam, bam. I know I mean, it's, that is like, it's less motion. than a second. But, but here, like, I'd like to run this experiment with you where I sneak into your yeah. house at 3 o'clock at night with an air horn. And when I blow the air horn, you try and wake up and load and ready this weapon. When yeah. I was in my concealed class, he would like to you see know, you try we were, my house. We were alert and everything. But these people are like professionals at what they do. They are the scum. They know how. I mean, and there's different ways they can do it. They can do the shock and awe factor. Maybe they have your sibling who's closer to the door already. What are you going to do? You're worried about their safety. That has a whole other aspect to it. You know, there's so many factors that play in. You're removing one less responsibility from yourself for having to be in a place where you can take control of the situation. That's what I'm saying, though. So many factors, though. How can you even begin to judge it? So what's what's the difference of just having the clip beside it? It's one less. It's like a fucking, it's like a fucking drop in the fucking pail. Two to three know. seconds is a long time. Yeah, it is. In a, in a crisis situation, I mean, within... I guess it all depends. If your room is at the very back of the house, either way, no matter what entrance, you chose, like if you wanted a magazine beside it, or you had one in the chamber, or a magazine in it with none in the chamber, either way, you'd have very, to practice. Very, 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 very specific scenario. It's right. very specific. So yeah. what, what, what I, we're talking about is a generalized. Like, like I can set up. I can go to a hotel room. I can go to somebody else's house. And I have the same plan. My plan works anywhere. What, what he's talking about is specific for his situation. Nothing else. Well, like your basement door is always unlocked. No, we keep it locked now. We, we we've changed the locks. We've, but we've, what if we've you have multiple intruders? What if you had them that they were able to pick locks silently, you know, or anything That's like that? Happen. It's not that hard. You can buy lock picking kicks online that completely. I mean, most home locks operate on the same three platforms. The thing is, is that's not gonna. But that's, you're assuming, I mean, there's, like, but that, then you're saying, so you want, like, the classic punch the glass through the, you know, and then reach through and do that to where it makes a disturbance and a noise while you're asleep. You wake up, you're readily, you're like, shit, something's happening. And then you're able to act by putting, what I'm saying is the factors you can't control, your glands that secrete adrenaline and everything like that, like, the test he did on us in our class which I thought the same as Clark for sure. I was like, it's you put in the gun, you pull it back. That's so simple. He got in my ear, and he was like, he gave me a dry gun that was he tested. You know, it was empty, completely empty. There was no ammunition even in the building, and you know it was very safe. He still made me get in the direction. He was like, now load the gun. So I loaded the gun, cocked it back, pretended to chamber around. From you know just sitting in front of me on a table, he was like, all right, grab it, put it, you know, chamber. I did it within seconds, obviously. Because it was my own gun he had me use. Then he did it, and he said, okay, chamber around. And then all of a sudden he goes, just shouted in my ear. And I just seized up. And he goes, okay, you know, all right. And he laughed, and everybody laughed in the class. And he said, okay, I'm going to shout again in your ear. But by then, my face was red. I was already shaking, like, just like. Right. And then he just did it, and I was expecting the shout. But all he did was get close to me. And he just whispered in my ear, but I couldn't concentrate anymore. Like the the I I was baffled. And he explained it, and he said something happens to your body, and that's why police and military train over and over and over in the same exercises, because 
in your mind, like your body secretes, and he was like, and then it's dissipation. It takes time for those, and like whatever they are, hormones, endorphins, chemicals, whatever they are, yeah. the chemicals in your so, blood to okay. dissipate. So the, what and you're your saying fine motor is, functions are fucked. So what you're saying is, it's not a matter of leaving the clip, leaving the clip in or out of it. It's a matter of training them. That's what you're. That's saying. what I was trying yeah, earlier. Yeah, I was like, you have to practice. That's all it is. No matter what okay. you do, you have to practice your. Well, then there you go. I'll just leave it out, and then I just over practice and over. You just need to practice yeah. over and over again. That's fine. I would and rather in different scenarios, or just where you're stressed. Or just have a six shooter. Revolver is a better failsafe because of less mechanisms that can fail. If you're gonna have a revolver, then why would you even? But then there's always put the magazine in again. There's no magazine with a revolver. Yeah, but there's always one. Yeah, but there's always one. No, I'm just, I said, or I could have it revolved. Yeah, I understand. I mean, honestly, if you really want to get down to brass tacks about best home defense, it's a shotgun. Right. Yeah, oh, definitely. That's what I have All now. day, every day. Because when you snap a leg from dead sleep to a home intrusion, you can't focus, you can't see, you don't wake up with night vision. And odds are, you're going to have the bigger gun in that situation. Well, it's mm-hmm. this. We're, what we're talking about is your ability to focus on targets with your night vision. That's true. Yeah, you just and shoot. When you're talking about a gunfight, especially indoors, after the first shot goes off, can't see your can't see, shit. can't hear shit. Yeah, so it's indoor. Yeah, indoors. Yeah, you better make sure the first one counts. Yeah, and the, your best chance of making sure the first one counts is with something that you don't have to be nearly as accurate with. Is a sawed off. <laughs> yes, really. And if the first one doesn't hit, then you know that gives you the opportunity to suppress the target. And then re-engage and assess the scenario. Um, so that, that's why I'm really against, like, you know, the National Farm Firearms Laws and stuff like that. And I think everybody should own a suppressor. Just for the simple fact that if you have a suppressor on your pistol, you're not going blind and deaf after the first shot. Suppressors are badass, man. Now, Just for that. with regards to the shotgun, what do you think best personal home defense scenario ammunition is? Buckshot or a slug? Depends where you live. Again, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand I'd just, I'd where it is that you're at. Good old turkey load, man. Okay, turkey load. So you shoot at a guy, you completely miss him. Where are those pellets going? Because they're gonna go through a few layers of sheetrock. Yeah, probably. You don't want to hit your family when we're sleeping the next time. Again, this is all comes down to like right. your situation. You have to assess it. What is? You if want. you're in the basement by yourself, chances are. Typically, what you have, typically, a, you know, you're a, going a criminal's not going to bust in your home with you know loaded up in body armor, level three and shit. So now you're splitting, shot. You're splitting hair at that point, it's, man. It's, it's you don't. Let's put it this way: you just don't want to have target loads in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that uh, might not, I, I, I would, would stop. salt rock, and that shit. I, mean, I would hurt, stop. So bird <laughs> shot and kill somebody. Shot. Look, target loads will do. They'll probably do the trick, but I'd rather have something a little bit more powerful in there. See, I have slugs in mine right now. I have five slugs in there. I figure that's blowing holes through shit. Yeah, I mean, I got bear shot in one of mine, which is the same as like triple lot buck. That's what they call it. Is the other name for triple lot buck? You don't usually see triple lot, and they bear, also call it a bear shot. Bear shot with a who? Who? Could you imagine going bear hunting with a fucking shotgun? You just gotta remember that when we're talking about all this, is that. After you pull the trigger, wherever Mr. Bullet, or this case, if we're talking about a shotgun, wherever Mr. Pellet goes, you're responsible for it. Right. So if you hit the bad guy and you hit a family member or a neighbor, you're responsible for all of it. It doesn't even matter if you're acting, you're in immediate danger and you injure someone else in a shooting. It's just recklessness. Yeah, then you're, uh, what is it? There's a reckless endangerment. Reckless homicide if you killed him. And then there's, what's the other one? Uh, Wanted. Wanted endangerment. Right. Mm -hmm. Wanted. 
wanton. It just sounds like a very unfortunate situation to be broken into. Oh yeah, it's a total shit show. Honestly, and the worst case is for people into. like us that live in apartments. You can talk over and over about these scenarios, but unfortunately, it comes down to a matter of seconds will dictate what happens. Whether and you're on the, the right side alive, if they're alive, your neighbor's alive, your child's alive. Happens in seconds, and you just kind of hope that the fucking pieces land where you where they need to. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, there, it can yeah. go. There's so many variables, like we all said. Yeah. It's, and your your best defense is to practice. Practice, practice, practice. Practice to make sure you have a good defense in general. Like you have strong locks. You lock your deadbolt at night. Uh, everybody has a plan. Like you, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you hear a noise, go to your closet, lay down. You know, something like that. Everybody needs to have a plan. Everybody needs to understand scenarios that you may not be able to communicate with the other people in your home at that moment. Sounds like we need a panic room. We need a panic room. I don't have a panic room. All right. Panic Starting room. tomorrow, we're going to start lining all these Mitch's, walls with steel. Mitch's walk-in, <laughs> Mitch's walk-in closet. That's the panic room. I'm just going to grab my, my 9 millimeter and just start shooting like crazy. <laughs> You'll fucking we... shoot Hanalee through the wall. Well, fuck it, man. She shouldn't live here. That's her fault. All right. All right. That's her fault. She shouldn't have been there in that exact time. I, I, vote, I vote a topic change. I just... All right, I have, I have a, a topic. It's kind of old news. But okay. funny because we never did talk about it, and I think Garrett would like it. It was the uh, the journalist who shot an AR-15 for the first time. <laughs> yeah, gave him PTSD. He claimed that it gave him PTSD from shooting the AR-15. It was such and a traumatic experience. He, like, how traumatic it was, and literally everybody on the internet fucking roasted. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard about it. Oh, my God. God. There's yes. this journalist guy, and he, like, shot an AR-15. From, and like, what was shot. it? Was it the New York Times or the New York... It was I'm a large, sure. It was a newspaper. I'm, I'm not sure that. who you wrote for, but it was this the Times. It was the Times. Anyways, this this fucking queer shoots an AR-15, <laughs> and then he's just like, I it immediately. Be like that because I know plenty of manly well, men whatever. This this <laughs> what do you the pussy? We'll call him. <laughs> Hold on, I see this this article that comes up. Firing an, a, firing an AR-15 is horrifying, menacing, and very very loud. Yeah, is that no it? Shit. Yes, that's it. Like, he got PTSD because the gun had reflexes. Koopsman, what a fucker. Because the gun was loud. I'm pretty sure the way he described it was like the was so loud and just angry. It felt to me like a bazooka and yeah. sounded like a cannon. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what a reflex. What did you think? It's literally an explosion confined to <laughs> oh, the barrels millimeters thick. He's bringing up the Orlando shooting in it. Hey, did you? No, yeah, no, no. Did you? Propaganda. Did you all? Did you hear about the? Did you hear about the? I think he was also a New York Times journalist. After the Orlando shooting, he went and he was gonna go prove how easy it is to get an AR. And he got denied. And, and he got, and he got because denied. Because he had some kind of background yeah, thing that he, he got denied. There and they were like, "Yeah, you can't own a gun." Because he's a fucking drunk and he used to <laughs> yes. beat his life. The fucker used to beat his life. And, yes. and literally within like the next day, the the gun company that or the the store called him and they're like, "Yeah, you got denied." And, <laughs> and, and, and he didn't want to put it in the article in the in the New York Times. <laughs> made him. They made him put it in because he has to. You know, was What's it the LA Times? That shit is so New York, funny. New York. A, lot of, New York a lot of people are like, like well, they, they need so background so checks. I remember hearing that like a reporter went out to try to buy a gun. It's and like, was denied because it's straight out of always like sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's straight out of there. Isn't that retarded? A lot of people don't think they do background checks when you buy a gun. It's like, but totally not in every venue. Like you can go to a gun show as uh, long as it's a private seller. Which that's, I agree that could be uh, that, that that's an a area of concern. Yeah, However, is, you're coming down to all right. This I had this discussion the other day with my mother. 
when you start punishing people, uh, just a blanket, a blanket policy that covers everyone for a few that are doing bad, right? Um, first, you got to look in how the bad are getting whatever means. In this case, guns. How are they getting these guns? Well, you know, I think prescription drugs probably affect and hurt more people in the United States. Yet we're not going to doctors and taking away their scripts and saying, you can't do prescriptions because a few people are abusing drugs or a few hundred thousand are abusing drugs. If healthcare was privatized, that would actually be watched harder because everyone would be more concerned about their own business. But then you got Big Pharma, though, and it's money. If you want to get back down to the numbers, you want to get back down to healthcare. Can can we read this? paragraph from this guy's article about AR-15. Yeah, 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 so the recoil bruised my shoulder, which can happen if you don't know what you're doing. The brass shell casing has disoriented me as they flew past my face. What a fucking <laughs> cuck. The what smell a fucking of listen, cuck. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> that guy's a cuck. Listen. The smell of sulfur and destruction made me sick. Gave me a temporary form of PTSD for at least an hour after firing the gun just a few times. I was anxious and irritable. That guy doesn't know what PTSD is. I want to like I can understand like shooting a gun if you don't know what you're doing, you don't have proper guidance, could be somewhat nerve wracking. Oh, I'm so scared. But claiming it gave oh, you PTSD. I just imagine Randy sitting in the giant. But like, hold on, listen episode, to this shit. Like, yeah. I'm so startled. Even <laughs> listen to this. Is that is that a tampon on a holster? <laughs> so, there, it's a tampon. Sometimes, sometimes commerce and the internet wins. And <laughs> That's a after tampon he wrote this article, a holster company in Texas made him a special holster designed to hold tampons. And they sent it to him, and as you can see, there he is holding his, his holster with a loaded tampon ready to go. Is that the guy? Yeah, that's, yeah, him. that's him. That was him. Yeah. Listen, listen to this quote from this article. Wow. Even it, in it a looks sim- halfway manly, too. Listen to this. Even in a semi-automatic mode. He's a fucking cuck. Even in a semi-automatic mode, it is very simple to squeeze off two dozen rounds before you even know what has happened. That is 24... 24 shots. Yeah, that's bullshit. Before you know what happened. <laughs> that's just like having a fucking Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> no, he's just calling himself a retard. So what's going on. Yeah, he called himself an ignorant he must to be the slow. weapon platform. Ignorant to guns in general. And just fucking yeah, ignorant. He, he must what be he, slow. When he made it sound like I didn't educate myself on what I was doing, I grabbed a gun and started shooting it. And I shot 24 bullets <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> they, they've got a disclaimer at the end of the article. Update. Many people have, have objected to my use of the term PTSD in the above story. Oh, the use really? of this term was in no way meant to conflate my very temporary anxiety with the real, the very real condition experienced by many of our brave men and women. Oh. And what the fuck were you referring then to? Then why did you idiot? use the word PTSD? I mean, $200 that his editor came in and goes, what the fuck did you yeah. just publish? His editor's like, God, God let's, damn it. let's talk about this guy some more because the following week, he releases another article about baseball in America and how... Baseball games in America, they all start with, you know, God bless America is the only thought, right? right? As, as that is a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? He wants it removed. He wants it, he wants because that it's not song. Because inclusive enough of the world or something. No, shit? because it's, um, not suppressive, but there's another word I'm looking for Probably here. Probably like, uh, it just pushes It's exclusive of some It's kind. religiously it's exclusive. Right. It's almost oppressive for people that are, no, like, I'm, like, atheists. But they shouldn't be forced to have to listen to that song to go enjoy a baseball game. Listen, I'm an atheist, and I think yeah, it's, that's, that's baseball tradition. It's that's part of tradition. baseball. That is, yeah, it's, it's baseball. Yeah. It's the same reason why I'm not waking up every day and I look at a one dollar bill and I'm like, damn it, I'm like, I got a Oh my god, I got a Christmas gun. 
But I want to spin this on this candy bar anyways. I need the stickers. Yeah, the fact that... I like, hand them the dollar, and they're like, all right, thank you, sir. I'm just, uh, one thing, I don't actually trust him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> before you take it, like, you notice go. how I sharpened this out? Exactly, and they're right there. You know, the fact that people get up in the day, and they think that they've got to fucking end all this shit where it says, in God we trust, and the one dollar. Listen. They think that we, and everyone just feels so oppressed by that. You know what that guy needs? Fuck it, they're going to spend money on regardless. $10. We just smack that guy around a little Ten days before that same dollar within God your trust was fucking shoved down your daughter's G-string at the fucking nightclub. Ten days before that, it was it was used as a transaction for some a fucking dime bag of weed. Twenty days before that, it was paid to fucking give your divorce lawyer some money because you're trying to get rid of your cheating wife. Like, the world is full of shit that nobody likes. If you're worried about what's printed on a piece of paper, then fuck, buddy. I mean, that is it used, must be hard. That is used to make that shit happen. Yeah, it must be Honestly, fucking every time hard. you touch currency in the United States, you should immediately go wash your hands. Because <laughs> the disgusting thing that's covered in it. Yeah, exactly. Do you know the majority of $100 bills in circulation have like 20% of them have large amounts of cocaine residue? Of course. Of right? course. Yeah. Well, it's I know like when the majority I do my of currency bro, in general has got fecal benzene. matter <laughs> or oh, some no. sort of bodily fluid. Well, no, like, yeah, well, you know, 70% of the world doesn't wash their hands after they take a dump. Fuck India doesn't even use toilet paper, and that's like a billion. Those motherfuckers don't even use toilet paper. They just squat over a hole in the ground, like ink on him all. I like to imagine they don't even. I like to imagine they stop walking. They just shit as they're walking. Yeah, like fucking cattle. Just leaves. No, dude. You know, now in India, if you go to the beach in India, like literally, all you see is people just squatting out in the ocean, taking a dump. Literally, my my father, my dad was in India recently. He said they went. They were they they were on the coast for a little bit, and they saw. They went and I uh, just you know went to check it out, and literally half the people that were out there in the water, you know, like you know the Gulf of Mexico, we like play in the water and shit, but like, yeah. in India, in India, they're just out there squatting, taking a shit in the water. <laughs> like that's just yeah. I mean, just if the, you get your ass under the water, then you don't have to wipe, right? It's clean shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they streamlined what the French do with bidets. They're just <laughs> like. <laughs> And it's free. This is natural, you know. Well, let's just take a moment friendly. here to reflect that here in America we have so much clean water that we shit in. <laughs> <laughs> we shit in enough clean. What, what the average toilet probably uses what three to five gallons. Just think about. We that. shit in a pile of cleaner water That's than these people can even drink in fucking two days. <laughs> you know that commercial where the guy is fucking shaving. And he's leaving the water on, and this little like Asian girl from like from starving girl from China comes up and is like drinking water out of the fountain that he or the the sink that he's leaving on while he shaves. You know, yeah. it's supposed to be like this like awareness yeah, of like, like making you feel bad. What, what if there was a commercial of this guy taking a fucking dump <laughs> and somebody's and, lapping and, it up? And while and while he gets up to fucking wipe his ass, this like little starving Chinese girl like sticks her face in the toilet and starts drinking out of it like a dog. <laughs> I would really hit home if they did that. <laughs> Good lord. That's a terrible thing. I mean, in case of emergency, the first place you're supposed to go for clean drinking water is the tank reservoir. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah, unless you're one of those assholes that puts those fucking tablets in your tank water. That's, just, <laughs> well, that's, that's just, your drinking that's water, your, man. That's your natural selection. That's your natural selection. <laughs> you gotta pull a gun out of that. The water's guy. Like, this? <laughs> your 72 hour plane is fucked at that point. Right? <laughs> yes. So is that what well, is that because like it's not connected to um, 
It's not. It's, the rest of the city water. Water. it's, it's just, just a potable water it's not, supply. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's connected. been held there since it was refilled last, and it's just usually that's before whatever happened. Like, no, said in a joking off. tone, but that is the seventy-two hour disaster plan. Is yeah. Right. Well, I gets cut off. You have the water in the tank, your toilet. It's 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 it's, uh, it's solidified. It's uh, it's regular city water. It's just like the yeah. rest of the water comes in your house. Well, it's just stationary. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, it's uh, what's unless you shit in the it's upstream. <laughs> it's upstream. <laughs> unless you're one of those or like you had dinner guests and I it's before upstream with some nephew that hates it's you. Upstream it's upstream to shit. <laughs> And it's it's uh, solitary. It's like it's confined to its own area. So yeah, okay, I get it. I've actually no, I've actually never heard of that. Like, I, know know that I know if you have, like, if you well, have I usually a, keep so much bottled water in my house. If a warning's that. going off or something like that, you're supposed to fill up your bathtub. Yep. And then you have oh. twenty to thirty gallon, however big your bathtub is, of fresh water. Uh, you can do whatever with you know your body you can boil survive the whatever, whatever. Yeah. soap scum that might be lining the top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's if, the, if that's the least pick. of your worries in that situation. Yeah, I keep a seventy-two hour bag wherever I got one in my car. God I got one in my room. Of course you fucking do. <laughs> I need to. You're you're, you're you probably have a go bag. I was my, a boy. Yeah, I do. My I house boy scout. my house go bag is increased to a house gorilla trunk. <laughs> <laughs> it has. I've, I've graded. I got a sleeping bag, a Coleman stove, and stuff like that. And then I know I can go grab all my canned food and throw it in there and toss it in the truck and take you off. You guys see my, my North Face bag, the one that's like the size of this goddamn table? I can put anything I need in there. That's my I have a backpack from school. That's now my seventy-two hour go bag. My roommate had one of those North Face bags. I'm not. I need to invest in one of those. They're, they're, they're made out of such a thick, durable oh, fabric. They'll never I had a, well, I used a to shit ton of weight. I used to have know. a. I used to have a Gore-Tex hiking like backpacking backpack, and I think Clayton got a hold of it and did something. I don't know what. So, something fucking happened. It's fucking gone. In all honesty, if you're not taking hunting, if you're gonna have a real go bag, you should spend the money. And get a metal frame hiking bag. Those are pretty cheap, anyways. Right? They're not that expensive anymore. Back in the day, they were pretty pricey. Seven, two, ten years ago, they were two, three hundred bucks. They're not the price of a backpack now. But now exactly. those synthetic materials having are having cheap that metal frame bag allows you to carry so much more weight because of the not people break don't your realize the dispersion have of you, weight in the frames are just. Have you seen? Perfect. Have you heard of Kuyu yep. before? Yeah, I heard about Joe. Yeah, they were on Joe Rogan's podcast, and uh, that that if I was ever gonna order a fucking badass backpack, oh, I bet those are fucking ungodly expensive. They well, they're in the, they're like three hundred dollars plus. But dude, those those things are so fucking lightweight. And but shit. what you're talking about three hundred dollars plus now would have been like close to a grand ten yeah. years ago. I mean, they've really come down in price. Well, those well, guys are... Those, even those even guys Patagonia, are, you know, that stuff's come way down in price. You'd probably like those. They're pretty neat. If you listen to their journey, they do a Yeah, you should look up Kuyu, definitely. They, like they have a lot of... Uh, it's an extremely engineered, lightweight uh, hunting gear. But they have tents and backpacks and hunting jackets and shit mm-hmm. that are made of this, like... And they're packing because they plan for, like... They're made of, like, carbon fiber and shit. They're pretty neat. It's, it's really cool, actually, yeah. So... Anywhere I am, I always have at least these three things. A gun, a knife, and a lighter. I keep a knife on me at all times. There's always a knife and a lighter, and there's always a gun on me. So a, knife is just ha- a knife is just handy in general. I want to get at least those two. Those are the three I things get that I can't fucking replicate as a Survival toolkits. You know, it's like the... It's got the glass breaker. It's got mm-hmm. a fire starter stick on it. Right. You can buy the... I need to get a couple of those. I want to have one in the truck. I want to have one in my go bag. They're indispensable. It's got the seatbelt cutter, all that stuff. And, uh, How long is a go bag supposed to be for? Another 72 hour bag? 72 hours. 72 is that what a go bag is? That's pretty much, yeah. 
standard. I mean, some people have shorter ones. It depends on where you think you can get. Like, I think some people's plans are, you know, their bug out plan or whatever is like, you know, get out of your city. Here, you get a fucking twenty four hour bag and probably be fine. You can get. If, you can get to California. And well, I mean, days. you gotta remember how on a car fucked everything in a, in is a car. Yeah, but in the, the situation that you'd be using faster. that, yeah, if you're in the situation of using a seventy two hour bag. It's just gone. Everything yeah. around you is fucked. Yeah, and you don't know what you can't you're about to... Yeah, you should have bridges, bridges. There's bridges nothing guaranteed. Yeah, you better have more up in your place of living instead of going out and about. You need a pins in your location. Like yeah. Where we are, I would say, wait a day and then take off. You know, because that way you, we're small enough still here where you can assess what's going on around us and take off. So we're, we're, We don't have USEC around us but anymore. If we were entering the city of so. LA, the fuck out. Even at the hint of a real Well, if you're in a big city and something goes down, you're fucked from the get go because everybody's going to be trying to do the same fucking thing. Bridges are going to be closed off. They go to the same thing. They go to their highway. They don't go to side roads. They don't go. They go where everybody thinks There is a window. You have a 12 to 24 hour window when that first notification comes out to get out because most people, like almost 90% of the populace, are going to sit and wait for help. Right. Like, okay, like let's let's think look at Katrina. Let's look at a specific situation here. Like, Katrina. So, so those Katrina. roads were empty. Sandy, those roads and those interstates were empty. So so we're talking about like day. a storm, natural disaster. So okay, so let's say that's most real. Let's say uh, so around around here, flooding is a is an issue. So right. let's say a fucking massive flood, and they're saying, yes, this is going to be another thirty-seven flood. Get the fuck out. Okay, so... You have to decide right then. As soon as that word comes out, you have your bag, and you're gone. So you wouldn't stay in sandbag? You just get the fuck out? Yes. It's 37. It's too big. Yeah. 37 flood without flood wall. Flooding, though. But flooding, though. But flooding, though. I would almost want to... I would stay in sandbag. I wouldn't get the fuck out. I mean, on this... Flooding, that's that's On this end of town, it's different, but at the same time, you're talking about... Food stores and things like that. Yeah, you're not after. Everybody's going to be hard pressed. You know, and you better believe that even in a food. place like this, the looting is going to be nuts. On the ice, when we had the ice storm, that's yeah. the closest natural disaster we've had. That was crazy. The, the ice, ice storm, storm. People were getting guns pulled on at the gas pump within the first two hours yeah, of the sleet falling. It hadn't even become an ice storm yet. We didn't even have power outages yet. People were still on the roads driving. Hundred and fifty dollars. People were getting guns. Generators pulled. were going for four and five hundred dollars. Yeah, they were. I remember. I remember specifically. I was driving around with my dad, and we were uh, we were checking on the rest the of the family. The one national disaster that we had to really worry about, really worry about here, even more than flooding, is the earthquake. Earthquakes too. Yeah. We're if we had a real there. earthquake, and I'm talking anything over a six five, seven, anything over a six five is fucking dude. Seven zero is. Really bad, but a six but five. That's you're talking about it's gonna knock out the trend. Well, it's a, because it's we're easily on, an 8.0. I, I just feel elsewhere, like elsewhere. Okay, right. so like a six five to a seven zero here would be an eight five to a nine on the west coast, and that's because we're on solid bedrock. We get an earthquake like that, all the bridges are gone. Yeah, there's no way to get in or out of any state anymore. So you have to have another part of this state that you have a fallout plan to go to. Have a boat. <laughs> your your waterways are fucked. Though. I and feel like an earthquake. Your waterways. Like, all all the silt and sediment comes up. Your waterways are fucked. All the fish die. Yeah, you, you know. would you if you have like one of those uh, like a Louisiana boat, the one with the fan on top, where you can go land or water for short distances. <laughs> I want a fan boat you know so bad. I want one of those. Those things are great. awesome for they're the only reason like special forces and stuff. I'm pretty sure actually, little quick segue, 
pretty sure the special forces actually have made contracts with people to make those things quieter. Or a hovercraft. And they use those. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, Russia has a massive. Fucking laugh, but they use hovercraft. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, Russia has a lot awesome, of size of hovercraft. Uh, yeah, yeah, Russia has a huge fucking hovercraft that's like enough to carry like sixty fucking soldiers, and it's still able to fucking like go over an egg without crushing it. It's Hovercrafts are badass. That's pretty cool. Well, they're riding on a cushionary. We have them that size too. We have hovercraft that can carry two Abrams tanks, no problem. It's just insane. That's fucking so bad. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> a hovercraft that can carry Carrying two. Carrying 40-ton Abrams tanks. Fucking tanks. Just, just imagine. Just science. I mean, just riding a pocket of air. I know, but just imagine the payload of destruction on a pocket of air. <laughs> just. That fucking fan that's there's, that is some fucking speed and some torque, man. But, I mean, when you're talking like, okay, earthquake, that is by far the most realistic danger here for sure. Yeah. You have an earthquake, all bridges are gone, all stability of uh, roadways. Any you know, even the small really fucking bridges here between leveled. here between 60 and your and, you know, your house, going off 62 even if you try to take that way. All those even small supporting bridges most Gone. likely damaged to beyond where you can cross them. So what would you do? Just go camping and living off the land? You're either... You, well, that's why you develop a plan. Either A, you need to hunker down somewhere in a secure location where you can get to, whether at your house or not, or, you know, maybe you have a hunting cabin within 10 miles that you could make a trek to. You know, maybe you're out in Livingston County where there's fucking you hills. Want, that you want something that's going to be hard for people to get to, especially right. if it looks like we're going to be out of service for a while. Because you're talking about no one can even bring us help. So just hunker down and get you, if you have a hunting cabin or you know someone has a hunting cabin or something like that. Like I have a follow-up plan. Live off the land. I'm going back to East Kentucky. We have plenty of places to go back there. That, that's like my entire family. We have this fallout. This is where we're going to go. This is our meetup spot. Garrett, to be honest, if anything sort of half, if anything were to come undone, I, honestly, dude, you'd probably be the first guy i call. Unfortunately, you'd be the first are down, he's already you, gone. You'd be yeah. the first person Garrett killed. <laughs> well, I'd call him. Garrett will call you up on the sat phone, and he'll be like, Are in Eastern Kentucky, good luck. I call him, I call him <laughs> he's like, well, shit, man, I'm like, halfway out to Harrodsburg, <laughs> and I have to, kept, you have to catch that's up. That's another thing that I don't have, and we all should get back, is a CB radio. Because I have a CB radio. We, we've talked about that. I was pushing for a CB radio for all of us for the longest fucking time. I have two. What the See, Nathaniel knows I haven't got one back, but I need one because that's the next thing. Natural disaster. First thing to go is cell phones. We're we're getting a CB radio, guys. How much? Like how much? Well, your your apartment's gonna be home base. (laughs) We just have to have the antenna. Yeah, which we all have goofy ass antennas coming off of our trucks and stuff, but it'd be worth it. No, you just buy the magnetic ones. You throw on top the vehicle. Oh, okay. So you don't have to have that goofy ass long antenna. Well, yeah, but it's well, a depends how far away you want to reach. You want something within five Probably to ten miles? Is the furthest point. Actually, I'm at my brother's house. What is the new antenna technology? Like they're like two foot tall, get you five miles or something like that. Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah, about five, five, yeah, five to ten, but it's more than two feet. It's probably three, three and a half. Why don't we use those? We need to. I've been wanting to get. I've been wanting to do that. I'll, I'll you guys a, get a secret. I'll get one. I'll hang up. I'll hang the antenna out my window of my apartment. We'll just talk on us. <laughs> break it, break it on on. I would like it if we could badass. all have CB radios in our respective homes in the same right. weekend project. Dude, fuck yeah! I'll fucking. I would buy. I will buy it right fucking now. Ten mile antenna. Will, I'll do it. All right, tomorrow or whatever. When do we ten mile and, buy them? Ten mile and antenna. Are we gonna go do it? Hey, you guys already know the money. Clark, Clark, Clark tell, tell us how much bucks. we're going to need to pay. Yeah, how much are 50 they? to 75 bucks for a decent receiver. Oh, shit. Okay, well, okay, well, how much is the home base station? Because I know you have to have, like, wait, wait, wait. there's a central. About, 
I'm talking about the. They don't make those anymore. No. That's way I got one for a car. I'm talking they about like size a, because it. I'm talking about like a cop or a straight state trooper. There's like a home base that they keep at the station. Oh, you're talking about something like fuck. That's no, 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 no. That's <laughs> yeah. That's ham that. radio. <laughs> yeah, you don't want ham radio. What about just I'm one of those. just functional for us? Isn't ham radio like worldwide? Yeah, ham yeah. Radio. That yeah, you can it runs on the same frequencies as cell phones. CB CB is low AM frequencies. So you're within five to ten miles. So that's like in our small ham radio. You can talk to somebody in Australia. I would I would need like a pen and paper and I can describe you the different frequency wave. Fun fun fact: I'm building a ham radio now. Ham radio is actually cool as shit. Yeah, you got to get a license. Well, no, I'm taking I'm taking intro to wireless communications, and we're all building ham radios. It's gonna be fucking dank. So I don't. I don't know how that. I'll tell you how that goes. But yeah, CB radios, five to ten miles. I will fucking do that tomorrow. You just tell me what I have to do, Clark. So fifty to seventy-five. It's chump change. That's pretty yeah. fair. That's Would you get a Cobra? Or? Yeah, it's Cobra. I have two. Let's Cobras. do it. Or is a there's a Motorola store that's on the fucking loop. You can pick them up at truck stops, at bigger gas stations. You got a Roll King, probably Lowe's. Because you're still with the. Uh, uh, 12 volt DC and uh, 110 AC plugs. Are we going to yeah, roll king tomorrow? That you can plug in <laughs> Seriously? For, for are we going? Inverters. I went today. AC. I'll go back again. Alright. Tomorrow. Is this what we're going to do every night now? We're going to talk to each other on CB radio? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> is, my with, is, is my house within 5 radio? to 10 miles of this apartment? Hold on. Let me check. As the crow flies? 6.3 miles driving, but that's like... As the crow flies, that's going to be shorter. Yeah. This is kind of why... It's going to be like, four or five. As a crow flies. So I had this truck, right? It so was wait, a, it was so a robot truck. Go. It's got waggle lights in already. Mm-hmm. I just had to have them re-hooked up. I really want to get them hooked back up. Do it. I think I'm going to go... Because I know the guys at um, uh, Pro Insoles. They'll hook them all back up for me. Fuck yeah. That's cool shit. Waggle lights? Yeah. Tomorrow night... Tomorrow night... How fucking badass it'll be if we have CB radios. Yeah, and we're all just talking about CB radios. And we're all like, we're going to KC's. We're going to get fucked up. Over. The one you buy, did it come with the car mount system too? Yeah, that's I have a car mount bracket. I want a car mount bracket too. Where'd you get yours at? Real King? I've had it for years. Where'd you get that? I got it from one. Pretty sure it was. Because my dad, I had my dad buy it for me back when like I wasn't. Do they have a car mount for myself? Nice. It'll say when you buy yeah, the radio. It comes in a box. I'm so excited. It's not like buying walkie-talkies. Yeah, but they're better. Oh, Way yeah. better. Way better. I'm saying it's just as easy as buying walkie-talkies. It's not a little box. We just got to make sure we're not on the police frequency. That's I'm just Channel 9. Sure channel 9 is the only emergency channel. Yeah. Okay, so just... There are no police frequencies on CB. I thought, I thought you had to be... Uh, I thought you had to go to... I guess if you had a really Even if you were on to go channel, to a place to get, it, to get it tuned. I know that... I've heard it. Those are ham radios. Yeah. Even if you did end up on a secure channel, they'll tell you to I'm get off. I'm excited to have this ham radio. <laughs> like you're I, on a I'm, secure I'm channel, really, you need to get off. I'm really glad I'm taking. Again, if I had pen and paper, I, I could explain to you the frequency differences and how they operate. Well, I'm gonna have to learn Morse code. It's I know ham radios are like based off that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to learn Morse code. No, seriously, <laughs> that's that's how. Like with signals, it's they're, it's all it's based on Morse code. You laugh, but it is. It is. So I'm have to. I'm, they're, they're teaching us from the ground. You'll up. probably learn FM and AM. You'll yeah. probably learn uh, single sideband and all that stuff. Which well, we'll, we'll F- FM and AM that's frequ- frequency modulator. Our bug app crew that we have electrical engineer though. And then you'll have to learn about how to. Um, <laughs> we have mechanical engineers, electrical engineers, and well, that's that's signals is what I'm most. That's what I want to get really good. Well, really, what we got the thing here is that. I felt when I was in aviation, they first heard about I heard it. It's he's the LT version. Mind boggling. It's badass. It is. It's 
bad. It's actually learning how to transmit radio signals encrypted. That's what I want to learn how to do. What if we all move to different parts of the world? Get a ham radio. Epidemic, we get a ham radio. That'd be fucking bad. We're like, uh, how's things going over there? And you're like, oh, the East Coast just collapsed. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Belarus, a lot of <laughs> <laughs> Belarus is great. <laughs> I'm like, a lot of zombie brownies over here. Some brownies. <laughs> brownies, but man, we're having a ball. Some brownies. All right, so what time do we want to get up and go get some fucking CB radios tomorrow? I have to get some Wait, shit. Wait, we gonna get breakfast in the morning? Yes. So breakfast Fun. and CB radios. That's what we're doing. Mitch, this can be before what you have to do. Because it's 11 now, I'm kind of thinking about heading out. We can cut it off. We've been talking for a long time. Yeah, we, time. once we get to the CB radio, that was more for us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit what we do. <laughs> that is true. true. Oh, right. we, that was literally just a conversation <laughs> that we were very... I forgot we were recording, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I, I was thinking... Podcast over. They don't care about this. All right, well, this has been NAF Thoughts. I'm glad to... Uh, Glad you guys have listening. If you Na- Nath thoughts, yeah. including Nath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. including Nath is a special feature of Garrett. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Switch on your smaller. Breakfast.